1: And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolanski.
0: And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolanski. And this week, we
1: fall in love. All you need is love. Yeah, our best friend is falling in love. He is. And he's a jerk. But is he a jerk? Well, yeah. Are he's are p- jerk? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, best friends are supposed to be best friends and not let girls come between them. Cause you know, but as kids, that's what that's what they did. Like best yeah. friends, you know, going. I a girl. I don't think I've ever had
0: a friend growing up where we we weren't friends because of uh, a partner. I don't think that's ever happened.
1: I don't know. Well, which is nice. I don't know. See, <laughs> maybe it was because I didn't have a girlfriend, or sometimes I did, but I always wanted. My friend Ben to always be on the forefront whenever he got a girl. Man, dude was like just like Millhouse, man. Just (laughs) like I got to be with her all the time, like fully enthralled and. Well, it's weird because in college
0: I had a couple friends who were females who would always hang with us, but then once they got boyfriends, they couldn't go anywhere without them. Yeah, I mean I didn't lose them as friends over it, but sometimes it's like. But we just want to hang out with you because you're our friend. Not that we didn't necessarily like their boyfriends, but, you know,
1: we want to hang out with you. You're our friend. Yep. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this week we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 23, Bart's Friend Falls in Love. And that means one more episode of Season 3. Yep. Sad. Season did I say season? To an end. one
0: more episode of season three if I didn't say it correctly?
1: Yeah, it's coming to an end. But that's okay, we'll kick off with season four right after it. Yeah, exactly. And so this episode aired May 7th, 1992. It it's almost the summer. Coming to summertime. You know, because that's when TV shows end. They end in the yes late spring and then Th- this
0: episode kind of makes sense too, because I-, I think the, the adage is, you know, you know, sp- in spring, that's when, you know, people start to fall <laughs> in love. That's when ro- romance is in the air is in spring. So this is still spring. This isn't summer yet.
1: Yeah. All right. So recap. After a sex education class, Millhouse falls in love with a beautiful new girl, Samantha Stanky. Oh, good for Mills. funny name, but yeah, we'll get that too. Yeah. Chalkboard this week. I will not snap Roz. Clearly so, we
0: know what's going
1: Now here's the thing. Well, okay. Okay. Wait, 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 we got it. We got to think about this. It's a it, teacher. It, it what, had to have been the teachers. Cause <laughs> I don't think fourth grade girls, students, maybe, maybe Bart's getting brazen and going. I don't I guess. I don't know about in fifth grade. I don't. I, I mean, I know uh, females develop quicker than males. Yeah, but they're not still. Let's see. So six, seven, eight, ten. Yeah, I think it's more twelve to thirteen. So that's middle yeah, school. So yeah, I, I we're gonna have to go out of line saying uh, he's snapping some Miss Carbopple bras. Maybe Miss Hoover. Well, those are the only female teachers we know about. So unless Skinner's wearing a bra that we don't know about, I mean, maybe yeah, probably not. But uh, yeah, so Bart. Okay, this one is kind of deserved. Now, yep. he must have he must have learned about bras after sex ed class, and Correct. was like, "Ooh, those look like fun to snap."
0: Yes, and then in trouble. Well, it's Bart. I mean, he always finds the the easiest way to get in trouble.
1: Yeah, the quickest way to get to that chalkboard. Yes. All right. So, couch gag this week. Simpson sits on the couch, and it tips over, sending him through the wall, which is a repeat of season three, episode one, Stark Raving Dad.
0: Which, funnily enough, so I, I knew this was a repeat, and I was like, oh, which episode is it? And it's like, oh, Stark Raving Dad. So I, I went back up into Disney. I'm like, oh, let me just double check. Uh, yeah, this isn't on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you I, wasn't, I wasn't about to grab the DVD to double check, but I'm I'm 99% certain that it is from Stark Craving*, Dad. I actually did go back into our into the notes we like to take and double check, so. Yep. And this is uh I'm assuming next week's episode is probably gonna be a repeat too, because as Reese, Mike Reese like, you know, told us, they doubled up first few seasons. Yeah. So our episode starts this week on you know, last week I said the dinosaurs open was my favorite. I think I had to slot it down to number two for this open. Because we get a not shot for shot Simpsons remake of Indiana Jones, but very, very close. So we open up, you see Homer's jar of pennies that says don't touch jar. Because, you know, Homer doesn't want anybody touching his pennies. It's kind of like our dad. Our dad had a jar.
1: Well, I don't think it was all pennies, but our dad had It was
0: mostly mostly. pennies.
1: Yeah, had a jar, uh, I think it was a whiskey bottle, really. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. On his dresser, full of coins mostly pennies man i always wanted to play with that thing all the time oh my god well we're kids i mean it's shiny and i think you know i think he got a
0: decent amount of change out of that jar at least probably at least i don't know eight ten bucks and for pennies that's pretty good Yep. um so then we see uh bart sneaking into homer's room stepping around slippers you know trying not to get caught bart you know does a little finger thing that Indiana Jones does, and he grabs yeah, you, the jar. You,
1: you did forget to tell everyone the reference. You're like, we're going to get a shot-for-shot movie reference, and then you just uh, Indiana Jones.
0: No, I said Indiana Jones. I guess Raiders of the, the Lost, Lost Ark, Ark. Of
1: Ark Yes, you didn't tell I was, anyone. I was getting to that. Well, I was getting there. No, we should probably tell people right away <laughs> so they can kind of imagine this whole scenario going through their heads. Yeah.
0: So Bart, you know, does the, you know, licks his fingers, grabs the jar. But he didn't
1: replace it, it with anything.
0: He didn't replace it. Well, what is he going to replace it with? There's no, <laughs> there's no booby trap on Homer's dresser. <laughs> he didn't know that. So then, you know, he starts slinking away and Homer, you know, catches him coming out of the bathroom and he starts yelling at him and, you know, gives chase to Bart and he, you know... Hop, you know, starts running down the stairs and Homer trips on Bart's uh baseball glove and rolls down the stairs as you know the boulder in Indiana Jones. Oh, so and good. then they he runs through the living room and Maggie has a, a dart gun which she shoots darts out of, you know, kind of like the booby
1: traps. Which is which is really funny because if you look at Maggie and her dart gun, it's just a single shooter. But isn't dart there three gun. that come out? No, like four or five or six oh, or yeah. something. And I was like Oh, uh, there's no way Maggie could reload that thing that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As word, it is kind of fun. I could see maybe one dart, but yeah. six of them, it seemed... I mean, yes, it was a, you know, trying to remake of the of the movie, but... Yeah. I mean, it's Maggie.
0: Come on. Yeah. So then uh, Bart runs through the kitchen. He jumps on the... You know, he jumps and grabs the fan and spins around. <laughs> that was he awesome. Watch watched over, just run straight through. <laughs> And so then he, you know, he gets to the garage door and he's like, the garage door is open and Bart's like, you know, sweet, home free. And right as he's running towards it, Homer hits the garage door button, Bart slides underneath and in Indiana Jones fashion, loses his hat, grabs back, grabs it, door slams shut. Homer runs into the garage just straight through. Which, Dude, like, come and like, on, that man. was a lot of force too, because like his face and his stomach go through the door. <laughs> like he's unconscious at this point. Yeah. I'm assuming. So as referenced before, Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, fantastic open to the, you know, and I love this, the scene. And I was thinking about it heading into this episode and I was like,
1: I haven't seen this yet, and I knew about it. I didn't realize it was this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's really funny, because most Simpson episodes nowadays, or even maybe I'd say six through now, yeah, you you don't get this randomness no. of an opening. <laughs> no. Like, like the whole uh, Wile E. Coyote thing from a few episodes ago. or Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just... This is the most unnecessary amazing open to an episode ever. Yes, like and, and, and this
0: and this episode it automatically you know brings brings it up, so it's great. So, you know, and then as Bart's running, you know, Bart runs onto the bus. The bus drives away. He hangs out, you know, in triumph over Homer, and Homer is like on the lawn in his tidy whiteies, you know. <laughs> Raising his fist and he's got a rake
1: in his hand. And he's screaming nonsensical stuff. Well, it's because, like the it's like the natives from Raiders yes. of the Lost Ark that are you yeah. know shouting yeah. at, at Indiana Jones while he's getting away on his airplane.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, it's fantastic the whole sequence. So now we're on the bus. We see a shot of Millhouse and Bart walks up, sitting sits next to his best friend Millhouse, and you know Bart says, you know it's show and tell day. That's why Bart stole the pennies. Which is and, now
1: one other thing I have to tell tell ask is a jar of pennies that full that thing's gonna be heavy
0: oh yeah
1: heavy i didn't i didn't do any research on the actual weight but (laughs) i've lifted up jars of coins before even like okay my piggy bank when it's completely full to the top it has some heft to it oh and multiply that by like seven i mean that that's one heavy jar of pennies Yeah, so,
0: Bart, or, uh, Milhouse, uh, has brought a Magic 8-Ball to show the class, and (laughs) the Magic 8-Ball, I was kind of curious on this, it was invented in 1950.
1: Ooh, that's actually an old
0: toy. Yeah, it's very old. So, you know, so then, as kids will do with the Magic 8-Ball, and it was, and and the funny thing is, I think Milhouse said it was was his, oh no, his dad let him buy it. That's what it was. Yep. Um. So which you know kids are gonna ask, hey, can we buy a toy? And you know, if you behave, maybe your parents will let you. So Bart, uh Bart and Milhouse want to ask a question. So uh and also I want to come back to the question that Bart asked. Um he asked if he will pass his English tests, and of course the ball says outlook not so good. <laughs> and it's like how does it know? <laughs> and it's then you know, the gate ball. It is. So Milhouse asked the ball if he's gonna get beaten up today. And the ball says, all signs point to yes. And as that happens, Nelson is behind them. He stands up and leans on the seat. And he tells Millhouse that the ball knows everything. And then proceeds to hit Milhouse over the head with his fist. Oh, it's so awesome. Now, it's great. now
1: I don't think you did. Now, I had a Magic 8 ball. You had a Magic 8 up, ball. Growing up. And i and that's a pretty funny story. But the long and short of it is our in fourth grade, we were learning about economics and we got like check fake checkbooks and learned how to write checks and stuff really right. in fourth grade i did that in sixth yeah we did that in fourth grade Weird. and uh we brought in you know stuff random stuff from home that we were gonna quote unquote sell <laughs> oh, or auction off i do off. remember that no i do remember and, doing that in fourth grade now yeah. and so someone got an eight ball and that was a bidding war for that oh, magic yeah. eight ball but nope i got my magic eight ball i still have it <laughs> floating around here somewhere in my house that thing can't work anymore Eh, it's, the, predict- the, the it's, about, it's about 50% prediction correction. No, but I'm <laughs> just saying, like,
0: you, like because some eight balls, like, the thing doesn't float much anymore.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, if you take good care of it and don't huck it around. That is true. So, yep. So, Bart asks the ball if him and Milhouse will be friends until they are toothless old men with hair coming out of their ears. <laughs> and the ball says, don't count on it. And you're like, "Spooky!" oh, this crazy ball. And, uh, then Bart asks if they'll be friends, uh, after being high school dropouts, <laughs> living off their uncle's sucker. And the ball says, uh, it looks doubtful. Yeah. Who's uncle sucker?
0: Like. Just like, like the, the person they're living off of is a sucker for so, letting them live off of. Okay.
1: So we don't know yet that, uh, Milhouse's dad has a brother or, Correct. or, uh mom has a has a brother now we do know that homer has a lost long brother so yeah. are Bart and milhouse living off of uh unky herb maybe i mean it's just the
0: uncle sucker is the fact that oh they were be, they were able to mooch off of somebody and they're
1: just calling him an uncle uncle sucker yeah but it's doubtful yes um and then bart asks him if him and milhouse will still be friends at the end of the day huh. and the ball says no and they're like, what could be to come between two good friends? Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, Imagine, I am not a very superstitious person, but these are kids. Yeah. So I mean, they're they they know something's up. And yep. so after Bart's doing his little pondering in his head, he uh, we see cut to the principal office where we see the new student Samantha Stanky, who yep. is voiced by Kimmy Robertson. Who was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, The Little Mermaid, and Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead, which I recently oh. just watched again.
0: Oh, my God. It's such a great movie. Oh,
1: fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, it is on HBO Max right now. So Ooh. go yeah, check it out. So
0: most of, most of her parts in those movies were very small. She did, like, three voices in The Little Mermaid. Uh, but those are, like, the three. I, I you know, I, I had to look it up. And those, they were all small roles that she was in.
1: Yep. So, next up, we get uh, Principal Skinner as kind of sulking at his desk, and he's uh, asking her, let's look at your permanent record, uh, because he doesn't trust transfer students. Yes. I mean, because basically, he's thinking Pr- that other principals are unloading the bad kids. Yes. You know, and, and, and like how he's reading, is like, oh, no, de- no detentions, no tardies. <laughs> hey, it looks like you even cut your bedwetting problem. <laughs> She's like, that's in there? Yeah, well, yeah, I I do love the quote when he says that
0: he's and she's like, if that's in there, he says, "Oh, not to worry, they'll forget about it, just like they forgot me in that tiger cage for eighteen agonizing months. <laughs> Every night I woke up screaming."
1: You know, it is it is really funny how they've really doubled down in these last like five episodes on yes. on his backstory, like, which is great. I mean, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy that they're doubling down on like. Like, like keep bringing this up. Yeah. It's almost like in the future, there's going to be an episode I know. about him <laughs> in the army. So. I do like the fact that I think it's I, I don't know if it's an accurate portrayal,
0: but I feel like it's a decent portrayal of what people who are in the army and have served in battle kind of go through because he oh, yeah. kind of exhibits a little bit of PTSD through all of this. And I feel like that's kind of how PTSD works. Like you're triggered by something. And in this case, you know, he's telling her not to forget about, you know, don't worry about it. They'll forget about it. And then that triggered his PTSD. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I've never been in the Army. So anybody who listens to us, and if you feel like this is kind of a good portrayal of how people with
1: PTSD react to certain events, let us know. I'd like to know. Yep. And so we cut back to Bart's class where they're getting their English test back. And but I it's lo- not. What? Keep going. I'll explain. Okay. It's not
0: their English mm-hmm. test.
1: Yeah, but it, it could be. Uh, and so Bart asks uh, how he did. And Bart stands on his chair and says, <laughs> "says For anyone who ever doubts the power of the eight ball, behold, this F. And now, this is
0: the reason I said it's
1: not well, the no, English no, no. test. But on the, on the test, though, she wrote... Uh, Wrote oh, yeah. very poor, even for you. And we also now, learned that on the test, he wrote uh, Eat My Shorts is three of the an- three of the answers in yeah. the areas.
0: Because the first question on this supposed English test was when was our country first discovered? That's not an English test. That's a history
1: test. No, no, no. It could have been a book about Christopher Columbus. Like, they OK, an English test. So in, in English. You you did readings. You read books, so maybe they were. It was a test on a book they read. That would be more of a history test. If you're uh, the, no, no, the no. we question read, okay, was no 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 in English class we read books. We read The Outsiders. We read uh, the Hung- Very Hungry Cat. We read books. It's, okay, think of it like this: it's a a book report test almost. Like you read a book in class. Teacher says go home and read this book, and then they give you a test. That's English class.
0: But the first question exactly. Is so
1: maybe that was the, one of the questions from the book. You're not. Understanding. What book are they reading? It doesn't. It's a history book. That's not an English class. No, you're not getting it. They're reading a book about, let's say, just off the top of my head, let's say Christopher Columbus. One of the questions about the Christopher Columbus book was when? When did he discover? america when it was the country discovered it make it can make sense if they were reading a book like an english i don't buy book. it well well you just don't understand i do understand you don't i understand it. what no, you're, you're saying don't. i just i don't i don't i don't like that theory well it, it you're gonna have to like that theory because <laughs> they're in english class and it was an english <laughs> test that's how it makes sense and so uh skinner comes into the class and brings samantha in which i almost feel like I guess I'm trying to remember if any new students were introduced in our schools. I I honestly can't remember and I don't know if they'd be like middle of the day type thing, but I feel like if a new student is gonna start, they're gonna start when school starts and you would introduce them first period right away or not like in the middle of something. Unless Well,
0: maybe well, here's the thing. If she passed that, maybe she passed the test. Ta- the test back at the beginning of class. Maybe they, because I feel like they probably took the test the day before. Yeah. Usually, oh, yeah. when you take a test, yeah. you know you have to wait a day to to get your test back. So I feel like maybe they took the te- the test the day before. She handed it back out at the beginning of the class, and then that's when Skinner walked in.
1: Yeah, and so Edna's not happy about it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "We'll discuss this matter later." Yeah, I mean. You know,
0: I, because, I mean, schools, now granted this is 92, I don't know if overcrowding in public schools was an issue in 92. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, that was when it all kind of started.
0: It, that's when it started, but, you know, I get it from Edna's side, you know, she probably has 25 kids in her class already, which is, it's you're getting up there. You, you know, a lot of teachers like to do one-on-one time with their students. No, so adding not. another kid, less time for more students that might need help. So Seymour introduces Samantha to the class, but misses but mispronounces her last name as Stinky, <laughs> and she corrects Stinky. <laughs> and she corrects him, and he goes, "Oh, how embarrassing for you!" And it's like, dude, you screwed up her last name. Like you, you put this poor girl in a position to get made fun of. Now Stinky, I'm sure the oh, kids they were going to do it
1: anyways. The
0: kids were going to do it anyways. But
1: he broke the ice. sure he broke the ice of the of uh making fun of uh kids yeah so then
0: edna you know edna leans down to to samantha and he goes well this might be scary for you and i'm sure it is And, and then she proceeds to uh tell samantha to tell the class all about herself man why would you do that to kid
1: oh yeah this is really scary for you Here, stand in front of your class, petrified. But that was the thing. In the 90s, that was such the thing. And so she's like, we just moved here from Phoenix. My dad owns a home security company. He came to Springfield because of its high crime rate (laughs) and lackluster police force. Uh, I do like the fact
0: that as she's telling the class this, you see Bart, you see Milhouse. Bart has got this faraway look in his eye. He doesn't really care because it's a girl. He doesn't like girls Yet or maybe ever, who knows? I think we've seen him with girlfriends oh, yeah. before. Yep. Um, and but you see Millhouse with his hands and his his head in his hands is like really like crushing on this girl. Yep.
1: Love so, at first sight,
0: man. Love at first sight. And though, you know, so then she tells I, I do love the fact that the high crime rate and lackluster <laughs> police force, because it's true. Now,
1: do they have a high crime rate in Springfield or is it just snakes? Just all the time, Snake and Sideshow Bob. Okay, those are the criminals in Springfield. Yes. So
0: then she tells, uh, tells the class that all of her friends are back in Phoenix, and this place smells. Uh, this place is weird. <laughs> this place has a weird smell. And that they're all probably used to it, and then it goes, eh, give it six weeks. Well, the Tire Fire, the Springfield Nuclear yeah. Power Plant,
1: I mean, there's some smelly things now, in Springfield.
0: Now, is there a city in Minnesota that you drive through, maybe not on a regular basis, that has, like, a distinct distinct
1: smell? Um, Well, it's more because of, like, the sulfur plant that's down there, but yeah, on the way to Welch Village, there's a specific area that okay. you, you know you're driving through it because of the smell, but an actual city with the smell... No, I mean St. Louis oh. Park kind of smells like Burger King cuz there's you know <laughs> there's worse smells. Now yeah. here's the thing,
0: in the in the city of Icona here in Wisconsin, which is about 20 minutes south of Green Bay, it smells horrible. People say it's cabbage. I I think it's a mill, but it is it is awful. It's just it's one of the worst. I've never driven through Gary, Indiana. And I've heard Gary, Indiana is probably the worst smelling place in the United States. But man, Kakana smells <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so now we go to lunchtime and they're eating lunch outside. So it's a nice day. Maybe, maybe it's, you know, towards the end of the school year and, you know, it's nice outside. And the the teacher, you know, the kids behave. So the teachers, you know, are letting them eat their lunches outside. And Millhouse is sitting on a bench by himself eating. And Bert comes up to him and he asks if he wants a wet willy. And Milhouse says, sure. Why? <laughs> Dumb, like, I have to, I have a feeling parts done this
1: before. Or before anyone's done this before. I mean, I, I feel bullies. like, I mean, okay, the wet willy was definitely not invented by the Simpsons in 1992. No. So I feel, I feel well, like. why would you
0: say you're in fourth grade now? Maybe in first grade, you're that naive. You don't know what a wet willy is. But by fourth grade, you've had to
1: happen to that. Ha- You've had to have that happen to you a few times. Why well, would you say yes? Now, I do know that uh, in middle school, the Hertz Donut was coming around. Yeah. And I know I fell for that the first time. Like I, I did fall for that the first time. But a wet willy, I have to imagine in
0: the fourth grade at least to Millhouse he's had that happen to him a few times. But I like how Bart, but I like how
1: Bart's like this is the, you're the my fourth victim. I'm like Yeah, okay. who else? I figure by two or three people would be like, "Hey, don't don't say yes to Bart. He's going around yeah. asking this."
0: And then well, and then he turns around and he sees Lewis and he and he goes, "Can I interest you in a wet willy? <laughs> and he says, "Sure." <laughs> what are you doing? Like clearly clearly Lewis was within like watching distance of Bart doing this. Maybe he just wanted Bart's finger in his ear. I mean, are are fourth graders that, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. I mean, there's a, uh, okay, dumb. Sure. Uh, You see, I I don't get it. It's Bart. You guys have to know he's going to try to do something to you. Yep. So then, you know, as Bart walks away, Milhouse gets hit in the face of the ball. And Milhouse is like, oh, when I find out who threw that ball at me, I'm going to. And then he puts his glasses on and he sees Samantha and he goes, whoa, because he's in love with this girl. It's love at first sight. Yep. So now we cut back to, to class because, you know, lunchtime is over and uh, we get sex education and. I feel like I didn't start doing it until middle school.
1: No, we did it in uh, elementary school. We split up, girls. At, so that's the difference. In, in elementary school, when we did it, it was boys in one classroom, girls in another, and it was either fourth or fifth grade. I'm thinking I'm saying fifth grade, but either way, I remember it from elementary school, and we I divided. I do not it remember. We, I do
0: not. I mean, maybe I did it. I just don't remember. I do remember it doing was, it. In it sixth was part grade. of
1: well, it was part of gym class. Like it was like three weeks off from gym to do to do this. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Unless maybe when I got to that level, they're like, now nah, we're going to let it push back to middle school. Maybe. I, I don't remember, but, but I do I remember know, starting but, in sixth grade. But I do know there was the controversy. I guess I don't know. I'd have to look up what year it was that South Park did this. But it, oh, was, the, yeah. but it was the whole... Oh, we're, you're teaching, kids are learning about sex earlier and earlier and yes. then you show, you know, Mr. Garrison teaching kindergartners about, yes. about sex. So I don't know in 92, if this was a hot topic with parents yet, I, don't know. I, I would have to look cause South Park's always on the cutting edge. Yeah. They, they always have been. And so I would like to, I, I feel I mean, like that episode
0: was in the early two thousands.
1: Think so? No,
0: no, 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 because, uh, no, maybe like late 20 or, uh, in the early 2010s because Mr. Garrison didn't start teaching kindergarten until after like a few seasons cause he went off
1: and yeah.
0: Anyways, we're talking about the Simpsons. Mm, yes. Um, so then, uh, Edna sends Ezekiel and Ishmael out into the hall to pray for their souls because their, <laughs> their parents gave them permission. Not so clearly they went to the parents and said, Hey, we're doing sex education and Ezekiel and Ishmael, probably Amish. Yeah. And so their parents are like, no, we don't want them in there. And they give them a pass, which a lot of parents, usually with a, most schools, you have to get parents permission to
1: do sex ed. I feel like nowadays. so Nowadays, it, probably not. Parents are like, yep, just go for it. We don't <laughs> want to talk to our kids about this. You do it for me. Well, to be fair, our uh, at least our parents. I think I had one talk about it, and it was like a two minute talk. Oh, I didn't even get the talk. I got a letter in my backpack on my first day at college from from Dad.
0: <laughs> so I did, well, uh, we're not going to go into why I got the talk. Uh, anyways, so Edna Kerbapel puts on a sex education video with Troy McClure. You may remember him from such educational films as Lead Paint. Delicious but deadly. And
1: here comes the metric system. Dude, I wanna I wanna see this lead paint one. I want to know what lead paint tastes <laughs> like. Uh it's deadly. Don't taste yes, it. But it's delicious according to Troy McLure. But it's deadly. Yeah. And <laughs> so, uh and obviously they didn't watch Here Comes the Metric System because America still hasn't figured correct. that one out yet. So uh the the
0: movie that or the film they're watching uh, is Fuzzy Bunny's Guide to You Know What? And I actually love the fact that this was copyrighted in 1971. So they're showing on a 21-year-old film, which
1: realistically I can see happening okay. in schools. Well, yeah, and sex doesn't change. It's it's no. the same. It's the same shit. Um, but so I and then when you actually watch this video, you see the the 70s vibe. Yes. From all the, the bunny characters, which is really yes. awesome. Yeah. Uh, they're wearing like bell bottom pants and the shirts with the buttons only halfway up the dude's chest. And I, and I believe the female bunny has like a flower in her ear. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. I love the uh, animation stylings yes. for this movie. And, it was good. And so we, I like how like Bart, you know, calls the film boring. <laughs> it just puts his head down. I'm not into this stuff. Nope. And then, but as Bart lays his head down, Samantha and Milhouse look cannot look at each other and they're, you know, smiling like, ooh, we could get into this. Yep. And we learn that uh, Fuzzy Bunny (laughs) and Fluffy Bunny, when they're getting married, that uh, Fuzzy is a Jewish bunny. Well, I think they're both. Maybe. Both. Maybe. But uh, we see Fuzzy wearing a yarmulke and he's stepping on a glass, which in Jewish tradition. Yep. um, Did you guys do that at your wedding? Well, we didn't have a traditional Jewish wedding, so no. No. And so then the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Love this scene. And so and all the kids go, you, like what were they showing? Cause, uh, cause, you know what? No, I know you what. Know what? <laughs> I know, I know what they were showing. But Jesus, was it was this like a seventies uh, porn or? Uh, I I don't want to know. Well, it's two rabbits. Now now, honestly, I I mean, obviously we learned sex and sex education correct but i i honestly they never showed the act the ai yeah which come on i mean if you're gonna teach sex education kabobel had it kabobel knew what she was doing maybe maybe I do not like
0: edna's response to
1: it she's where like she's, she's like eh, faking they're... <laughs> it. she's faking it but how would edna know if they're two bunnies Oh, she knows. Well, they're humanoid bunnies. Come on, that's true. Okay, that's fair. Remember, the people that made this were probably humans, but they do well. Okay, well, they they were like the the the, the makers of this film. Kind of like what I was saying. We never saw them doing the act in in the films yes. we watch. The the guys who made the film in the seventies, like, well, yes, we can't show people doing it, but we can show bunnies doing it, and they can't say no. <laughs> oh God. Uh, and so. Uh, Uh, Nine months later, Fluffy gave birth to 14 bunnies, but only eight survived. So I wanted to, and I feel like this
0: is the second time we've come around to this with rabbits. I feel like I did this before in like season two where I looked up birth for an animal and (laughs) rabbits. So to reiterate, if we've already done this before, rabbits take 31 days to give birth and can have as many as one to 12 babies. And then they can actually become pregnant a few days later. So, uh female humans out there be thankful you're not a rabbit. Yeah. And also, uh baby bunnies can get eaten by their mother due to anxiety.
1: Yeah. So. Have you ever have you ever had baby bunnies in your backyard? No. I did. Uh we did have them at our old house. Oh. We had baby bunnies. Yeah. We had baby bunnies in our old house. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Um and now you know how it's done. <laughs> Don't, Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> that is the worst thing you could tell a child though is not to do something yep because they're going to immediately want to do it yes and so Nelson asked Mr. Krabappel why uh, Mr. Krabappel doesn't live with her (laughs) anymore and she says because Mr. Krabappel chased something small and fluffy down a rabbit hole which we all know from uh, the the episode we did with uh, Bart of Darkness yes and and his ex-husband is a real asshole Yes, yes, he is. Um, and then Samantha asks, how do you know when you fall in love? <laughs> Edna says, not to worry, because most of the most of you children won't fall in love. Um, and if you do, you'll marry out of fear of dying alone. Clearly, you
0: know, Edna is cynical about love. Yeah. And honestly, she's probably not wrong.
1: Yeah. And then Bart asks, uh, <laughs> how do you go about making a half man, half monkey? <laughs> and Edna's like, well, that would be playing God. Bart's like, damn it, I want my monkey man Oh my god Because uh, again, Bart doesn't care about sex Well, he so cares about he... sex with monkeys and, and man god. That's how to make a monkey uh, man Or you get so, a Ho- Ho- I mean, Homer's a monkey man Yes, he He's a, his... he's, he's a quidgy bow a...
0: Yeah, Bart has his monkey man, his dad Yeah So the school day ends and all the kids run outside And Bellhouse asks Samantha if he can walk her home and so, you know, they they go and Bart, you know, Bart doesn't see this. He gets on the bus and he tells Otto to hold on. um And uh, Otto's like, no, no can do. Uh, Little Bart, Bart dude. Bart dude, my girlfriend is dancing
1: topless at the airport bar from 415 to 420. Now, is this the same airport bar that Homer goes to? It gets the 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 flight outfit to crash the airplane and Martin's just fear of flying.
0: Uh, maybe i've never
1: I've, I've seen airport bars but not a topless one
0: uh so, well i was gonna
1: say this might uh this might uh put a put a damper in our uh utah thing because this is like well i guess i don't know if topless dancing is frowned upon in utah and mormon country but i feel like it might be it might be um
0: so you know bart gets home he he's waiting in the uh, treehouse for millhouse and Millhouse comes, but he's brought Samantha along. And of course, Bart doesn't like it.
1: Yeah. Which and I don't blame him. Yeah. And Bart's like, uh, you can read comics with us. Let's see. Something for the lady. Ah, uh, Radioactive Man versus the Swamp Hag. <laughs> so that's like, got any girl comics? Like Bonnie and C- Bonnie Crane, Girl Attorney, Pumpkin and Duncan, the Twinkle Kid Twins, or Little Knee Socks? <laughs> never heard of those. Uh, and Bart's like, no, but my sister's got a wide selection of crappy comics.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he
1: goes, you know, he goes to
0: Bart's or Bart goes to Lisa's room to grab those comics. And uh, he comes back and uh, Milhouse and Samantha are kissing. And if you look closely when their lips are locked and their, their, their hands are interlocked, it makes a heart.
1: It does. Um, And it's uh. Kind of like the comic book. So Bart like holds up the comic as it's, you know, he's oh, in yeah. there and lowers it. It's yeah. just like the comic book that Bart's kind of holding in front of him. Yeah. So then we cut back in and uh, we get smart line. Yep. And uh, Ken Brockman's like, did you know that 34 million American adults are obese taken together? That excess blood could fill the grand Canyon two fists of the way up. That may not sound impressive, but keep in mind, it is a very big canyon. <laughs>
0: and I, I feel like it's also at night because uh, Homer's laying on the couch and I think it's dark in the living room, if my memory serves correctly. And so uh, well, Homer's like... if it's
1: like, news, I mean, if it's spring and news, it's probably sunny out because it doesn't get dark in, in the springtime until like nine o'clock.
0: Yeah. So, you know, Homer doesn't watch want to watch it. So, you know, he's laying on the couch and he's trying to reach for the <laughs> remote because he knocked out, but he can't quite reach. He's like, eh, I'll keep watching. And so Lisa's watching with Homer, and she looks up, and she worries, she worries about Homer and his weight. And so she imagines his gravestone, and it says Homer Simpson, born nine pounds six ounces. That is a hefty baby. Yep. And died four hundred and two pounds one ounce. That's like double his current weight almost.
1: Well, no, it's close. No, like oh, isn't he 239? Uh, 230, so so close.
0: It's close to double his weight. Yeah. And so I love in the daydream, they're all gathered around his you know, his grave, and Maggie's still sucking on a pacifier, and uh uh they the, these workers come in and they're burying Homer in a Steinway piano's crate <laughs> because he because he's four hundred pounds yep. and the crane can't hold up the 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 crate and it falls and crushes everyone and kills all the Simpsons. Yep.
1: And then Marge is crying. She blurts out. I wish they had never invented fried cheese. <laughs>
0: you know, I wouldn't be surprised if at the <laughs> Wisconsin State Fair if we had fried cheese. Isn't that we fry cheese, Well, isn't that cheese curds? Yes, actually you're right, that is so, cheese yeah. curds um, So then we get a commercial for the Good Morning Burger <laughs> Which is an 18 ounce, eighteen ounces of ground beef Soaked in butter, topped with bacon,
1: ham, and fried egg Now come on, but, we, oh. gotta, we I think we gotta try this I think we need, so this episode comes out The 18th of July Well if okay. you guys are listening to it, it's the 18th of July I don't cool. know why I just said that But uh I think we should we should make this burger. Yes. And post it online and then immediately have a heart attack after we, <laughs> we get done eating it. I feel like I've had I've actually had something similar
0: to this burger. So the arcade bar here in Green Bay, they always do a burger of the month and they definitely had it was basically a McGriddle burger, but it had like a you know, a sunny side up egg on it. It yes. was
1: I think Fantastic. most. I think most good. Most good burger places like Rock Bottom Brewery actually has one. It's called the Two A.M. Burger. It's burger, uh, egg, hash brown. Uh, bacon. So that, that yeah. was, I've had that. I've actually had yes. the 2 a 2 a.m. burger at Rock Bottom Brewery. So if you guys haven't, I mean, it's very similar to this. I don't think it was 18 pounds of ground beef. <laughs> 18 ounces. Or 18 ounces of ground beef. Yeah. And, 18 pounds of ground beef.
0: That's a huge burger.
1: <laughs> now, now is the butter thing, is that what they do? I, I know the butter burger, the buns are soaked in butter. At Culver's, uh, is the, the burger burgers also, are not okay. No. I didn't, that's what I was wondering. I didn't know if the burgers were were not at
0: Culver's. Uh, there's also a restaurant here in Green Bay called Kroll's that does the same thing as Culver's, where they soak their buns in butter. I also, I think they also soak their burgers in butter as too. Uh, so, we, should, we should, totally make this burger. We should. So then uh, we cut back up to the treehouse, and Samantha and Millhouse are still making out. So Bart's like, "Hey, Millhouse, I'll trade you my cards," <laughs> and what, like. He trades, like, a Babe Ruth
1: for... No, it wasn't
0: that. I should have written it down, but I didn't. But, like, Bart's card was all torn to pieces. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, and then he's like, I'll trade you a Mickey Mantle for a picture of Homer <laughs> on the couch.
1: He's like, oh, good trade, good trade. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I mean, hey, man. I mean, I okay. I, I think this is probably a really good time to mention this. I don't think... It, recalling back my love interest, I don't think I... I mean, I had crushes on girls, I think, at 10. I don't think I had my first kiss, though, until seventh grade. Um, Now, as a fourth grader, I just... I mean, maybe... I, I just can't imagine... Maybe nowadays I could probably picture fourth graders oh, just yeah, making out, because it just seems like that's our culture with smartphones, and it just seems like the culture now is it's... You know, yeah. kids are getting together earlier and earlier. But But in my day... I honestly can't remember my friends having boyfriend and girl. I mean, it was always like, like the parents were like, oh, our kids are hanging out. Oh, they're so cute together. But it wasn't like yeah. this Millhouse Samantha. I feel like maybe
0: like seventh grade
1: was probably the starting point. Yeah. It just seems, I mean, not that, not that fourth graders can't, uh, but in, in 92, in this early age, it just seems slightly far-fetched. Not, I don't think, impossible, but I think. Especially Milhouse. Especially yeah. nerdy, nerdy Milhouse. But hey, if Milhouse can get a girl, anything. There's hope possible. for us yet. Yes. yes. Um and so we cut <laughs> back. God Oh I love the food porn channel. It's yeah. uh it's amazing. Well, I love the sexy voices, like the good morning burger, and then we also we cut back and now there's the uh um what was it called? It was uh it was like a bar of chocolate covered oh, in yeah. in butter or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But it was just the just talking about just the sexiness of. Yeah, this kind of
0: reminds me of yeah another South Park episode where Randy like bakes everything. Yes. and he watches the Food Channel. Yes,
1: that's like that's exactly the reminder I got. Once except again, Homer
0: isn't Randy, so Homer's yeah. just
1: gonna watch the Food Channel and then just eat a bunch of food and not cook it. Say once again, this is this is like. The Simpsons did it. And obviously South Park made fun of that in one of their episodes, but this is yes. just another take of something the Simpsons did. And South Park, regardless of not took their idea, maybe. Yep. But I think, I think the whole Matt Stone and Trey Parker, I think they were just saying, yes, the Simpsons did it first, but no matter yep. what we do on South Park, the Simpsons did it first. Yep. Um, And so Lisa is reading Eternity Magazine In the year
0: 2025. 2525, which is a song. There's a a title on the cover that actually references the singers. And it's like their biggest hit in the year 2525. They actually spoofed it in Futurama. Oh, is
1: that what that's from?
0: Yep, that's the song. Oh, uh, the episode in Futurama where they can only travel forward, forward in time. In time. They, yeah, they go in the year tw- uh, thirty-five, thirty-five. Yep, that's yep. the song they're parodying. That's
1: pretty cool. All right, I did. Not, I did not catch that. Good catch.
0: Yep. And then the robot head on Lisa's magazine. At first, it's blue in the faraway shot, and when it's close up, the entire robot is now yellow.
1: All right, good animation, guys.
0: I like
1: it. <laughs> I like where your head's yes. at. Yes. Um, and then, so then we get a commercial for Dr. Marvin Monroe's subliminal tape club, <laughs> which I think in the nineties, wasn't that kind of the height of uh, subliminal thing. messaging? Yeah. It's
0: still, it's still kind of a thing now, but definitely not the craze it was in the early nineties. Nope.
1: And the phone number to call KL five 3700. And so Homer asked Marge, her thoughts on uh, getting a tape to lose weight. <laughs> um, and she like goes like kind of sizes. Hey Lisa, give me that number. <laughs> Yeah, she tells Homer,
0: "I love you just the
1: way you are." Lisa, give me that number now. (laughs) (laughs) And so they we cut to the uh, the the place. Like, all right, we need another weight loss tape, and they're like, "We're out of them." And so it's like, "Ah, just give them the vocabulary one." It's like, "Well, I do love the fact,
0: I do love the fact that when Marge calls, they tell her, you know, they ask her, "Oh, what tape do you want?" The last one they they tell her about is uh, hostage hostage negotiations. (laughs) And she imagines Homer doing it, and then it's like, like he says something and just gets
1: murdered. Yes. I don't know why she was like, you know, I called for the weight loss tape, but you know, having, having <laughs> Homer be a hostage negotiator, that can be kind of cool, too. But here, the here's
0: the thing, they have kids. Yeah. Having kids is like trying to be a hostage
1: negotiator. <laughs> oh, I you know. You should know, you have a three-year-old. Yep. Um, and so they sent Homer the vocabulary tape instead, because, yeah, they're, uh... Out of uh, weight loss days, like here you go, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just know instead of you know, most places when you're out of stock on something, you get a well, 92 was not really email time, sort of. I mean, email no. was around, just not you probably get a it. letter,
0: or like if you're on the phone, they would be like, Oh, we're out of that one. They probably know, just tell you right there, yeah.
1: And so, Homer has a montage of ha- all the good times he's had with his <laughs> stomach. All the things he's ate and all the things he's, uh, he was like, he did like 4th of July parade. He was the big fat head guy. I have no, I don't know what what that was was supposed to be, but there was another one where he's bouncing Maggie. Yep. That was cute though. That That was, come on. We could, we could take that one. So he gets his tape. Yep. And he, uh, puts it on and falls asleep. And so then we cut to uh, Bart sitting in his room and he's just watching Samantha and Milhouse once again, kissing in there. Man, if I was Bart, I would have, uh, now now this is more towards the end of the episode where we're like, God, all, Millhouse, all you do is make out in my treehouse. I would have so cut that thing short so much oh, earlier than, than Bart did. I would be like, what do you think this is, a kissing hotel? Get out I of my treehouse. Yeah, I mean, there's so many other places to, to do it. I mean, yes, yeah. Bart's like, hey, we're, we're best friends. Yeah, sure. Use my treehouse to make out instead of play with me. Yeah. And then so Marge asks, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, Milhouse has his girlfriend. He's <laughs> like, oh, how cute. They're not kissing with their mouths open, are they? No. Oh, how cute.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do like. So then after this, we do cut to breakfast and Homer's got a great vocabula- vocabulary now, but he's still eating a bunch.
1: Yes. Oh, his vocabulary is completely good. Marge and Lisa are like, I, I mean, Lisa's smart. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, Lisa, but even Lisa's like, I understand what you're saying, but why the hell are you saying it?
0: And, and I'm going to put, I want to, I going to talk about this in my final thoughts. Okay. So we're just going to keep going.
1: All right. And so uh, Bart now is forced to sit next to Martin on the school bus <laughs> because Milhouse obviously is going to sit next to Samantha, which yep. I, which almost begs the question now. I want to know the bus route. I want to actually see a map of Springfield <laughs> and figure out this bus route because it's whatever Millhouse... they want. It's, it's wow. whatever auto wants it to be. I know, but I, okay. So Millhouse <laughs> obviously gets picked up first, like all the time, like all the time. And it seems like yeah. almost everyone gets picked up before Bart. So Bart's on the end of the bus route. I don't know. It seems, yeah. but anyway, so Bart asked Martin if uh, he wants to do something after school. Cause, Bart's like, well, I need a new best friend. Now, Correct. but see, this is, this. remember, like, a long time ago during the Three Men in a Comic Book episode, I, I mentioned, yeah. why is Martin, Martin's not Bart's friend. Like, I, I mentioned that because Bart always picks on him and all this other stuff, and, like, they're not friends. And this kind of Because Martin's to, a nerd. Well, no, but that's what, but you <laughs> said, no, they're friends. They're absolutely friends. And this, this right here says, no, they're not friends because why should Bart even- you and know. I feel like, I feel like this might be the start of the Simpsons not having good continuity. Well, I mean, the last, this whole season three has been weird with continuity because it's season's change and everything. So I don't think yes. this episode has <laughs> anything to do with that. Fair. But uh, yeah, he's like, oh, and then he's like, oh yeah, we'll do something <laughs> after school. Then Martin stands up and announces to the entire bus that him and Bart are now friends. And Bart's like, oh my God, why did you do that? <laughs> Cause, yeah, cause Martin, I love how know, Martin I love how Martin tells Bart that it's a date. It's a date. Uh-huh. Well now now this that term fright like a uh, play date has actually yeah. been used quite a bit throughout the Simpsons. That's true. And so Bart goes over to Martin's house after school and he's <laughs> she's like hey hey Bart, you wanna hear me play my lute? <laughs> and Bart's like, Nope, out of the house. Yeah. And uh so we get uh Marge in, in bed and uh <laughs> Homer's is like oh are you I don't think this tape is working uh you're not you know you're eating way more and uh he's like you even had uh three desserts that night Homer's like forbearance is the watchword that triumvirate of Twinkies merely overwhelmed my resolve <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh and uh Mar I do like the fact that Marge tells Homer she doesn't think the tape is working yeah it's clearly not. And, again, I'm going well, it's, to save. Well, it's working, just not in the way they intended it to work. And, and I did write in the parentheses here, and, again, I'm going to touch on this in my final
1: thoughts. But did they not look at the tape? No. They just got it and assumed it was the right one. Okay. So, to yeah. be, well, to be fair, <laughs> uh, the other day, I got a say, like, we are all, all eating. We all ordered food from work. and Yeah. Um, they were passing out our sandwiches, you know, from uh, Jersey yeah. Mike's and they had the number on it, you know, the number, the sandwich yeah. number. And so I got mine. I ordered a number seven. They passed me the bag that says number seven on it. I opened it, took a bite of the sandwich and I'm like, this isn't my sandwich. It was roast beef and not turkey. Now, had I actually looked at the sandwich, mm-hmm. I would have noticed brown instead of white meat. Yeah. Now, so, I, so I... no, it is not. I, I would say with that instance, yes, I could have looked at my sandwich before eating it to make sure it was actually the right one. No, I just bit in and just went for it. i so, I
0: mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I've done that too with fast food, but you know, they am well, not necessarily having fast food, I'm saying there's a complete difference between what turkey looks like and what roast beef looks like. But the so, uh, but what I'm getting at here is they've clearly had this tape for a, a few days at least. They're clearly they can clearly tell that Homer is not gaining, whereas not Losing weight? Wouldn't you want to check the tape at this point to make sure they sent the right tape? No, like they know Homer is dumb.
1: No, but so could, why would you think no, this is a weight loss it, tape and not a vocabulary tape? Well, well, okay, in that instance, yes, but would they look at it to make sure it's the right tape? I no, because it could. On be first it. arrival, fine. Maybe they're not. But at this point in time, no. Why would you check it? Well, I mean, at, at this it, point in time, no. Well, look at it like this. Look at it like this. Subliminal messaging for all for what it is could be bullshit. It could be. So the Marge could be like, well, the tape's bullshit. It's not that it's not the right one. Yes, it is the wrong one, but in her mind, it's like, well, why would I check the tape? It could just be bullshit, and this tape sucks and just doesn't work. You know but what clearly, I mean? Like, but clearly Homer is learning
0: because his vocabulary <laughs> is fantastic. So clearly that should ring a bell, and especially Lisa's head, hey, something's not right. Hey, let me look at this tape and see what it is.
1: I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. It could just be one of those like like malarkey uh, pyramid scheme, not pyramid scheme, but like, uh, you know, uh, Eastern medicine sort of sort of malarkey. The tape just doesn't uh, work. They don't necessarily have to look. Yeah, something, you, you are right. Clearly something is going on in Homer's head that's that's changing them because of the listening of the tape. But they could just be like, oh, the tape's garbage. It actually doesn't do what its intended purpose should. I I,
0: I I contend they should be looking at the tape. Anyways, so now we cut to uh, Bart hanging out with Millhouse and Samantha, and they're watching Itchy and Scratchy, in I'm getting buried in the morning. <laughs> and so uh, Scratchy is getting married, and Itchy throws his preacher's hat and cuts off their heads and uh, ties it to the uh, back of his car, and they... He drives off, just married, and the the heads are like the cans that you see on yep. cars. But I like and how Bart, he
1: throws it. He, the like itchy preacher throws his hat, cuts off the kitty's head, miss yeah. kitty's head, and that it loops. You see it literally <laughs> loop all the way around the church and come back uh, again. Who does who does itchy think he is? Oddjob, damn straight.
0: Um, so I love how Bart's like laughing and like. Millhouse uh, Milhouse and
1: Samantha are like, eh, and Bart kind
0: of stops for a second and then just keeps laughing again.
1: Well, I mean, come on. Bart. Okay, Millhouse, you love Itchy and Scratch. You've seen it a million times. Yeah. You don't have to play the, oh, my girlfriend doesn't like it card and I'm just going to... No. If it you find her. it funny, laugh. Yeah, exactly.
0: So then uh, we cut to the Googleplex and... Uh, got some new movies this week. And we got some new movies, but uh, so Bart, Samantha, and Milhouse are watching a movie... And uh, they come out. They're, they're, see they're their, watching
1: Space Mutant Seven.
0: Yes. So, so they come out, and we see the the marquee, and we got uh, Rip Roaring Reverend. I, I don't know what
1: that. Yeah, but you missed uh, the, you miss the most important part. What? Well, Bart's like watching the scary movie. Martin Milhouse and uh, Samantha are sitting next to him, and the you know alien eats the dude, and they oh, like that's completely right. start screaming. And then they start making out <laughs> because they're like, well, we got to, we got to settle ourselves down here. Making out obviously solves. Well, that. fear is the best aphrodisiac. Exactly. <laughs> why do you so, think, why do you think kids go to make out point because it's scary and then they get eaten by aliens? Or, oh, yeah. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, in the movies. All the movies. <laughs> so we got
0: Rip Roar and Reverend. We got Sing Monkey Sing. So I'm <laughs> wait, assuming wait, wait, that's over, a musical. That I, I, I'm assuming that's a musical about a monkey. Yeah, well, yeah, Singing Monkeys. Singing Monkeys. We got spa- Space Mutant 7 and uh, Hot Grits a-Flying. A uh, Western movie, maybe? Yeah, probably. And, or a southern, uh, southern movie. And Colonel Homer did have Space Mutant 6. And also, if you notice, there is a poster in the background for Space Mutant 6 as well.
1: Oh, I guess I didn't notice that. Are you sure, like, the yeah. other line for 7 wasn't just cut off? No, I'm pretty sure it was a full poster for six. Alright. I guess I'd be kinda
0: you know I mean maybe it was seven and the the other eye got cut off, but i yeah. I it's possible. So um so then uh they're outside of the the Googleplex and uh Samantha mentions that uh she's been telling her dad she's been getting her braces checked and Milhouse <laughs> is like,
1: well, in a way that you have. Yeah and uh Now, okay, come on. I mean, how (laughs) could Samantha just say, no, 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 I know that's true, but how how could she say, I'm getting my braces checked. She's, she's, uh, ten. Eight? Oh, Oh, ten, you're right. Ten, or around there. She's going to the orthodontics by herself without her, without a parent? Yeah, it seems like a pretty far-fetched lie. Yeah, you need a parent there to, you know, sign Check you in, and Yeah. yeah drive you home. I mean, you can't drive home. You're just uh, walking to the orthodontist office. I mean, maybe they live within walking distance. Maybe you, don't you still know. need a parent there to check that you in true. and
0: give insurance cards and stuff like that. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, Bart's uh, walks down an alley and he goes, you know, he devises an evil plan and uh, Melhouse stops him and Bart thinks, Oh, this is it. He's going to break up with her. And, but Melhouse asks if they can use the tree house to kiss And Bart's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And you see him walk behind a corner, and you get the shadow (laughs) with the evil laughter. Yep. Because Bart, you know, and then, you know, Bart... I love the scene where Bart calls her dad to, like, rat on her. But, like, Homer walks in, and he puts the phone behind his back. What, Like, what is he trying to hide?
1: That he's making a phone call. But it's not a prank phone call. No, it's a revenge phone call. So, you know, he tells Samantha's dad,
0: and so Samantha's dad comes over and catches her, and he's like, no, because no dad wants to, wants to catch their daughter making out with some guy. No? Do you want to catch your son at that age making out with a girl? Eh, it might be a high-five moment. <laughs> Good <laughs> okay. job, little boy. Uh-huh. Anyway, so All Samantha's right. dad decides to uh, put her in an all-girls school to to keep her away from boys. And so, uh, so after all this happens, uh, you know, Bart and Milhouse are sitting there and Bart's like, well, now that's the broads out of the way. You want to go to the arcade? But (laughs) Milhouse is like, how could this have happened? It started out like, it started out like Romeo and Juliet, but it ended up in tragedy.
1: Clearly Milhouse is not, Milhouse knows about Romeo and Juliet, but he doesn't know how it ends. Well, the funny thing is, I think they actually read that, read it in English class or something because Bart... Did they? They made mention that they learned about Romeo and Juliet in school. Did they? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember this. So now we cut back, and they decide to. Uh, it's
0: it's been two weeks, so they're gonna weigh Homer, and uh, he's gained thirteen pounds.
1: Well, no crap. Look at all the stuff he ate. <laughs> and I told you, look
0: at the tape to make sure it's
1: the right one. Nope. So there does there's tapes garbage. It doesn't do what it's supposed to.
0: <sighs> hey. Uh... So, uh, Millhouse so we cut to Millhouse on the playground. It's dark and cloudy and I believe it's Wendell and Ralph. Well, isn't that when
1: Homer rips up the tape cause it didn't, doesn't work? Like he rips it out of the, yes, out of the cassette. He's yeah. like this stupid thing and just opens up the cassette. And they never checked the tape. Nope. Check and it. it. Just, nope. Just threw it in the trash. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, then we cut
0: out to Millhouse on the jungle gym. Sad. And one of the kids goes, there stands a broken man. And Ralph, and not in his normal Ralph voice, goes, it's recess everywhere except in Milhouse's heart.
1: Okay, so we, we've we seen uh, Ralph in a few episodes now. Yes. We've seen pastying Ralph. We've yes. seen dumb-talking Ralph. And we've seen, like, relatively smart, uh, eloquently speaking Ralph. So have the Simpsons writers, clearly they don't have the direction that Ralph is going yet. Yeah, they they don't know what they want Ralph to
0: be yet, clearly. (laughs) So, uh, so then, uh, so Lisa's in her bedroom and Bart comes in to confess about, you know, what he did to Millhouse. But in her magazine, uh, it says in another million years, man will have a fifth (laughs) finger. And Bart goes, ew, gross, a fifth finger. Uh, uh he's not wrong he is uh five fingers man Well we five did, finger l- discount
1: well, well remember we learned in radio, in the three men in the comic book that when radioactive man got hit with radioactive the radio yep. uh, nuclear bomb he grew a fifth finger so yep, he did what they're saying is is uh the Springfield nuclear power plant is going to cause <laughs> enough disasters in the future to cause everyone in the in the world to have five fingers so yep so that Bart tells Lisa he read it on Millhouse and Lisa's like,
0: well you're gonna have to tell him what happened bart's like you know bart didn't want to hear it so but he had to so he goes to to uh the van houten's house and uh mrs van houten's like oh thank god millhouse could really use a friend right now and we all know bart you know screwed over millhouse he's like yeah uh, i'll uh, go upstairs and talk to him so, uh, so Bart goes into his room and he sees Milhouse crying and Milhouse is like, go away. I don't want you to see me cry. And Bart's like, yeah, but I've seen you cry plenty of times. It's like, but not like this. Yeah. Because like all the times Bart's seen him cry, Milhouse has gotten hurt, but not a broken heart.
1: Yep. And uh, I didn't notice this, but you did. Uh, there's a Spinal Tap poster on Milhouse wall Yep. And yep. obviously he is a fan of spin- uh, Spinal Tap as Mil- we learned uh, yes. last week in the auto show. Yes. So, you know, Bart confesses to Milhouse
0: what he did, and they get into a fight. And I love how Milhouse's parents just walk in and they're like, oh yay, Millhouse is out of bed. It's a miracle. They don't even
1: care that they're fighting. No. Nope. Millhouse is up and about. Now, this is the first time we've seen Bart and Mill. Well, okay, I think this is the first time we do see them fight Yes. as friends, but in the we do actually in the future see them fight as well. Yep. So I love the
0: fact that you know Bart is underneath Millhouse. <laughs> And we see a pair of scissors, a broken bottle, and a brick that he all passes over to hit Melhouse with. But he grabs the magic eight ball and smashes it over Melhouse's
1: head. Now, I now yes, broken bottle would be bad. Brick would be bad. Scissors that would he, be bad. It would probably be bad depending <laughs> where they where you got them. But, man, yeah. a plastic magic eight ball, I mean, the fact that it even cracked open, too. I feel like yeah. that would hurt Not probably not as much as a brick. That would hurt a lot. Yeah, it would still hurt. I think that would not, like, I feel like that would take a lot of
0: force from Bart to crack that open Milhouse's head. I feel like Milhouse is out. Yeah, probably. He's unconscious. So I love, I do love the quote from Bart. I bet the eight ball didn't see that one coming. <laughs> well, it's because he didn't ask. How would you feel if I hit you over the head with uh,
1: from with Millhouse?
0: <laughs> so then we uh, cut back uh, to the
1: Simpsons household where Homer's trying to get ice cream. Yep, and his ho- and his vocabulary is back to crap. Where uh, he's like, Marge, where's that metal dealie used to dig food?" <laughs> You mean a spoon? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how would you not? I, are, are all the Simpsons just dumb that they don't realize that the, the tape that Homer had was a vocabulary tape? No, they don't. They're completely oblivious to it. Um. So then we uh, cut to St. Sebastian's School for
0: Wicked Girls because, you know, girls who kiss boys are wicked. We see, uh, yeah, so we see all these girls and uh, Milhouse went to a circus of values for gummy bears and we saw this in the opener.
1: The, the well, uh, in uh, season one, season one, episode one, the uh, um, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. That's where Homer goes and buys all the discount. Oh, gotcha. Uh, stuff okay. from yes. for, like the chew toy for Maggie and stuff like that. That's where he goes. So it's uh, a callback to that. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, we see all the girls are out and about and,
0: uh, you know, Milhouse sees Samantha and they talk and we see one of the nuns in the background singing Dominique by the singing nun. I, I don't know what the song is, but that's that's what it is. It sounded familiar. Uh, I don't know. So, you know, Milhouse wants one last kiss from Samantha and she's like, it'll cost me 50 rosaries. Or was it? Yeah, rosaries. Yeah, rosaries for a kiss. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, ah, screw
1: it. But and how many kiss. boys are just wandering into the, the yard to kiss girls? I guess.
0: I, I don't know. Or well, maybe the girls are kissing each other. I don't know. Uh. Um, no, no,
1: no. For the punishment for boy kissing. Oh, uh, an boy kissing.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Years. I guess. I don't know. Um, but they kiss and the
1: French national anthem plays during their last kiss. Now, maybe you know this. I don't, okay. I don't know. Okay. So we learn that the nuns are French Canadian. Correct. Wouldn't it be the Canadian national? Now maybe you know this, but in in uh, like Montreal, Quebec, is the French national anthem something that is played in those areas of Canada, or is it just the Canadian national anthem in those areas? I've watched a few
0: Canadian hockey games. From Montreal and Toronto, and it's always the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah,
1: So it is... So I, it's weird. It seems weird. weird if you're already telling us that they're French... Okay, they're French Canadians. Perfect. That's fine. So they're from Quebec or whatever. Yeah. But to play the French National Anthem seems odd. I mean, I guess I th- I feel like almost the Canadian anthem, the anthem would actually be worse in this situation. Yeah. As
0: Bart Mel- Melhouse walk away... Uh, Melhouse asks Bart if you will ever find another one like Samantha, and but Bart's like I- I'm the wrong person to ask that because they all look alike <laughs> to him. How do
1: all women look alike? Because he's not he's he doesn't have the the girl bug yet. He's I mean it's still about a season away before he falls in love with the older chick. But that Jimbo's but still, in,
0: women don't like even girls in fourth grade look different. They have different
1: hair. They have. Well, no, but I'm just saying, he's like, they all, they're just chicks. Like, that's all he's saying. He's like, oh, they're just girls. They're all girls. I mean, it's like, I mean, my, I mean, yes, it's a drastic age difference. I mean, seven years is a drastic age difference. But even my kid, I'm like, oh, you play with this girl. Yep. This girl. Yep. Like, even a three-year-old, all all girls look the same. They're just, they're just girls.
0: So, and then Bart ends it with, now let's go whip donuts at old people. Damn straight. So then we end the episode before (laughs) the credits. I love this. We get a title card. Homer says, says spelled uh, (laughs) S-E-Z, increase your wordiness. (laughs) Say, belt-popping fullness, which that is somewhat of a correct definition. I actually looked up all these words to see how close uh, Homer was. Triumvirate, three guys giving orders, which is true. Uh, Gourmand. Like Gourmet, only fatter. True. <laughs> Machiavellian, I don't know, which is not the actual definition. He d- doesn't know the, the definition of Machiavellian. And Boudoir, where a French guy does, does it. it. <laughs> which, yes. <laughs> I mean, Boudoir is where everybody does it, but obviously Boudoir is a French word. Yes. Um, I gotta say, I didn't like this episode. No? I I just... I didn't like the a story with the, the Bart. I mean, maybe I didn't relate to the a story with, you know, Bart, you know, fighting with his friend because of a girl.
1: I mean, I, I not, never... to, not to say, though, I mean, I, I mean, when was the first time you kissed a girl? I don't remember. OK, so definitely not, not that early. Not that early. I can tell you that much.
0: Probably high school. It was probably high school. I I was a late bloomer. So yeah. Um, your
1: relatedness to this episode definitely isn't there. It
0: it doesn't, that doesn't help. And then like, don't get me wrong. Some of the jokes are funny. The thing, like the the B story, I did not like the B story. uh, Solely on the fact that clearly Homer was learning new words. (laughs) They wanted the weight loss tape. They clearly recognized he wasn't weight loss. Check the tape. Like, yeah, as you said, oh, yeah, they might just think it's hokey and it's just not working. But clearly something is happening in Homer's brain. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things happening in Homer's brain. (laughs) Why not take the one second it would take to be like, let me take a look at this tape? Because I would have been curious. Oh, how to learn vocabulary? Well, they sent us the wrong, like, I, I, I understand it's a joke. We know they sent the wrong tape. I just I, it didn't
1: hit for me. Now I think I think your understanding of this scene would have played a lot better had we not known they were sent the wrong tape. Correct. Like, like, oh absolutely. I think, I think the joke would have been better played. So Marge orders the tape, take yes. its mail, they pull it in, and all of a sudden Homer wakes up speaking better vocabulary. I think in that instance, since that in that version, we would not know that the wrong tape would be sent. Correct. Playing the Oh, let's look at the tape to see if it's the wrong one would play yeah. better. But because yes. as a, as a viewer, we already knew that it was the wrong tape. I think, uh, I think the Simpsons it. writers were like, eh, we don't need to tell We don't need to look at it. Everyone knows it's the wrong tape.
0: Yeah. I just but like the Simpsons don't know it's the wrong tape. No. Cause Homer just takes the tape and pops it in. And I just, I feel like that portion was kind of poorly written. Yeah. Some of the jokes were good the eight ball bit. I love the beginning of the episode with the Indiana Jones reference. And honestly, that is the only, the only thing saving it from being a one. It is a two for me. Eat my shorts. I, I did not, I did not enjoy 90% of this episode. I feel like, yes, we went over the whole English test and maybe they read a book about Christopher Columbus as a story and that but to me i feel like you could have done better because for me
1: yes english you do read books but i feel like in one fourth other, grade one other thing to consider if i if i if i can yeah. one other thing to consider as we've mentioned in previous episodes the disconnect between the writers and the animators the animators could have been sent oh bart's receiving a test back animate That is true. And they just, they weren't given direction on what type of test it was or anything like that. That still doesn't make it better. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm just saying there, there, it can be a disconnect between the writers and the animators and the animators were given poor information. Maybe
0: that, that is, I will give you that. It's still, it still doesn't make that scene any better for me. Obviously I get it's a cartoon, uh, it still kind of takes away from the fact that it was supposed to be an English test. If I'm seeing the first question as, oh, when was America discovered in that wording of a sentence, that screams to me history and not English. Yeah. So I uh, it's just
1: yeah,
0: uh, uh, the Indiana Jones bit saved this episode for me from being one. I'm going a two. Right. my shorts.
1: Well, I'm not as dapper on this episode as you are. I definitely get Bart's uh <laughs> yeah. I'd lived Bart's uh frustrations of a best friend falling in love with a girl because being a young kid, I'm like, dude, that's not gonna lean anywhere. yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> maybe I can't remember what I was watching. Oh, that's what it was. I was watching uh the wedding singer uh at oh. work not too long not too long ago and uh sure. and Adam Sandler's friend, I can't remember his name, the kid that always wore the Michael Jackson outfit. Yes. Um, you know, he was the whole hit it and quit it type yes. mentality. And I don't know if it was the nineties and the stuff I watched. And I mean, it probably was, it probably had some influence on me and everyone's probably like, Oh, bad influences, nineties, eighties, nineties, movies, <laughs> men hitting on women just for love. And obviously in the year 2020 and beyond, yeah. this is a ho- in, in all retrospect, horrible decisions by men. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's I mean that's probably where I got my knowledge of, oh, you know, let not I was definitely the nice guy. I wasn't like, oh, let's hit on every single girl and, and oh, sure. have them do it. But I think my mindset was like, oh, I I'm good looking, I could get a chick, and I they're not gonna ruin my life, I'm gonna still have my friends. But and that's kind of Bart's not not yeah. necessarily Bart's mentality, because he wasn't going after chicks, but hey, girls shouldn't come between us. We we're always gonna be friends. Yeah. And I and I definitely felt that in my life with with my best friend whenever he got a girlfriend either the first one second one and then they break up i'm like dude it wasn't meant to be he'd be in sad and then he'd get another one oh she's the new one yeah <laughs> like and i'm like dude we went through this already let's just yeah you know and every time i call him oh you want to hang out nope i'm gonna be with my girlfriend and, I'm, and i yeah. got it i think that hit home with me yes absolutely the opening sequence <laughs> hands, hands down Best opening sequence so far, oh, though, yeah. in, in a Simpson episode. And I absolutely love it. I th- I love the randomness of it. I love that it had no variance whatsoever. I, granted, yes. yes, we learned it was for a show and tell thing. But beyond yeah. that, if we had no clue that that was for a show and tell thing, <laughs> still great opening. <laughs> S- great. I love it. The B story, yeah, could have been better. I, I don't think, I, I mean, as far as Homer weight loss, we've been there, done that. Oh, I mean, yeah it's we're in season three I think they've already done at least five episodes so far of Homer losing weight or gaining weight so yeah I think I don't know why they thought oh this is we need something let's throw this in sort of thing yeah. yes I was downplayed. so I i kind of would I would I think give it a four for the a story but overall I think I'm gonna go with a three don't have a cow man because the b story didn't didn't it, it it was good but it was we've seen it we've done it yeah it's and yeah, seeing Homer talk, you know, very smartly—that's <laughs> always was fun. Was was but interesting, but no, it it anyway. definitely was not the best. So I'm gonna go three. Don't have a cow, man. Okay. So let's uh, let's finish up here with our uh, character profile of the one, the only, only nerdy Millhouse Van Houten, and his position in Springfield society is fourth uh, Bart's fourth uh, four-eyed sidekick and fourth-grade classmate. Yep, who's ten again? Yes, <laughs> his uh, prime abuser is Nelson once. Yep, all the time. Uh, he collects Bazooka Joe comics, as we learned in uh, the, the Auto, Auto Show. Show. Yep, and well, here's the funny thing. I I feel like his he he is a collector. I, I would yes. definitely say he collects baseball cards too, as we learned yep. in Three Men in a Comic. Um, so I, I think yeah, Bazooka Joe com- comics are his uh, forte. But yep. baseball cards I would say is a good secondary, and comics would probably be a third. I'd yes. say in from one to three, bazooka joe, uh baseball cards, then comics. Yes. And then uh well, I guess do you count bazooka joe comics as comics? Or I, I would I would say because it's bubblegum stuff, I wouldn't count that in the comics. No, card. I wouldn't
0: really count that as in the comic book section.
1: Yep. And his uh first girlfriend, Samantha Stanky. Stinky. Stinky. <laughs> Now I don't know if Milhouse ever gets a second girlfriend. I mean, he's I, I at some point we'll have to figure it out, but at some point his sights become solely on Lisa. Correct. Um but we'll see if he gets other girlfriends in the in the meantime. Yep. Uh his first human purchase. Bart Soul for 5 bucks. I can't wait for that episode. That was a good episode. That's a good episode. That, that, from for what I remember that was a
0: good episode.
1: Yes, and I'll tell you I I I think for B stories I think top 5 for B stories for a Simpson episode. Okay. So well, I, right. we'll we'll get to that a little bit down the line. We're a little bit far away from that, but mm-hmm. uh we'll, we'll we'll get there. And so okay. uh let's finish up where with where you can find us. Um, so you can head over to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm sure you guys have all find us to search since the podcast on all those platforms and you'll get one way or the other. Our, uh, yep. our feed, find us on YouTube. Same way. Make sure to like, and subscribe. Um, and as always, we love your feedback and comments. So if you are Apple listeners, uh, please give us a, uh, rating and review, um, just so we know where we're sitting in your life. And, it does help us get more listeners. The more reviews that get put on Apple, the more uh, that comes up in people's profile says, Hey, we think this is something you might like. So please rate and review us um, on there. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Um, and we do have, uh, like we mentioned in the past, we got some stickers. So head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons to pod and uh, donate. If you feel uh, you would like to support our podcast and we'll send you some stickers and, we're not quite at the level of upgrading to shirts and hats and all the other right. fun things. So the more donations we get, uh, the more I can start. We can start making other things for you guys. Correct. And we and we want it. We want to make a lot of merch. And we're not doing this for the money, but uh, I think we do. We're doing it for our fans and the people that love The Simpsons. And uh, if you feel you'd like to support us, great. If not, keep on listening. We're not going to stop anytime soon. Nope. Cause nothing can stop the Simpsons did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So until next time I'm Steven Skolansky, and I'm Robert Skolansky, and this has been the Simpsons did it.